Welcome into episode 26, Fatal to Prejudice. Please like, share, subscribe, download, share it with your friends, family, all the fun stuff. Got uh, Matt back in the house, the lawyer. He's ready to uh, start part two of his episode. Maybe on a more exciting note, yeah. <laughs> as we were just talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me back. Um, and I appreciate that because I'm sure that your viewer or two that listened to my last uh, one were kind of like, man, that was, I ended kind of bleak. And and I, I, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's because I didn't realize like the, the, the time flies when you're like just yammering on um, yeah, narcissistically about yourself. But, uh, yeah, you know, like all of a sudden I, I, I didn't re-listen to it, but I was thinking about where we ended. And when we, when we last left, I was, yeah, I was living with some friends. I was kind of homeless. And my, uh, my significant other of long term had just like left me out of the blue. And I said I was going to start working on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I interspersed a, an air fryer recommendation and uh, uh, an uplifting quote from Emerson in there. But, but other than that, it was kind of a, kind of a sad ending. Um, yeah, and uh, spoiler alert if you didn't listen to episode one. <laughs> yeah, well, man, if you're listening to these out of order, I don't even know what, what your problem is. Can you imagine being the kind of person, like you're watching uh, Back to the Future and you start with the third one and then watch the yeah, second one. Yeah, and you're like, what one? the fuck happened? Yeah, or you're watching like the Harry Potters and you're like, I'll watch those in reverse order. Who cares? It's like, whoa, I did not see the beginning of this movie coming. Yeah. <laughs> Or you're a psychopath that loves Star Wars, and you're like, I have to watch it out of order. <laughs> I'm going to start with episode nine and just kind of start work my, halfway. Work my way back. Like, there's that reveal. Spoiler. By the way, I have a rule. Um, I don't feel like I should have to worry about spoiler alerts. There should be like a statute of limitations. So like if I'm going to spoil like Empire Strikes Back by saying Darth Vader was Luke's father, like. Um, everybody by this point, you've either seen the movie of you or you haven't, but right. like, I don't feel bad. Like, I don't have to say that that was a spoiler, but can you imagine watching the movies in reverse order? Maybe, well, of course he was his father. Like that's pretty well established throughout right. uh, all of the later movies. Like, I don't know why we're even worried. Like, why is this that big of a reveal? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought I'd come and I don't know that it's going to be a more uplifting uh, discussion. We'll just kind of see. Um, I hope it's as educational as the last one was. Uh, but, uh, you know, just kind of go from there. I'm going to estimate that it's probably bleak and sad up until that moment that you met me. That's exactly. And then it's sunshine and rainbows and all that fun stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's funny because I know that, in uh in Patrick's podcast there's like a long Fucking like Patrick. longest story in recorded history of like how you met and how he almost offed you like the the first time he met you he was ready to I will give it to him it is a fun story It is a fun story it's absolutely a fun story Our meeting story is not that fun at all I mean like literally it is fun yeah. we were at a friend's house for a bourbon tasting Right um a mutual friend and um I knew um, the dentist, Gary, who you had on earlier, your cousin. He's not a dentist yet. He's not. Oh, no. And I, we always remind him that. Uh, yeah. He's a dental student. And he's best. not a doctor. He's definitely <laughs> never going to be a doctor. Like, I'll never recognize that. Um, he's a doctor like I'm a doctor as a exactly. lawyer. So it's like it's not. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, it was just like we just happened to be sat next to each other. That, yeah. was, that was how we met. Like, we were right. at a bourbon tasting at a friend's house and we sat next to one another. And. Mm-hmm. Um, we were drinking unknown bourbons and just guessing what in the world we were, we were drinking. And that's, yeah. that's it. 
that's it. But you, you seem like a cool guy. You've you've proven me wrong about that several times over since. But um, fair you enough. Know, that's just that's just the nature of the beast. Um, <laughs> and then it was it was and now we live within close proximity to one another. So it's easy to be friends at that point. When exactly. That's how when you're um, when you're a kid, that's how you pick your friends, right? It's just like yeah. if you're in the same class and roughly the same age and shape. You mm-hmm. are friends, and that's that's all you need at that point. Like that's the only criteria. It's like this kid sits, I sit at the rectangle table. This kid sits at the rectangle table. We're friends because we sit next to each other on the rectangle yep, table. That's so, what we have in common. Yep. So I figure that I've been prepped my whole life to pick my friends based basically on geographic location and vague shape. Um, okay. So that's just kind of where <laughs> we're all at. Yeah, and uh, if you live outside of that proximity, there's no way we're ever going to be friends. Well, I mean, you know, so. We both live in Columbus, Ohio. Right. You know, you know, outside of the 270 loop, fuck those people. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with... It's so hard. Like, I think not just in Columbus, but, like, anywhere. It's so hard to, like, be friends with someone and, like, hang out actively with them if they live, like, outside of the outer loop around the city. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that's actually, you know, it's part of the... Part of the bleakness we ended on, you know, I noted the last time that um, I was kind of at a point in my life where a lot of my friends that I had from college, I either lost them through a series of breakups. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you break up and and the friends all go one way or they go the other. And I felt like every time there was a breakup, I lost for like the friends all went with my other significant other, which makes me sound like a horrible person, but I'm not a horrible person. So I don't really know how that happened. Um, Or the friends I did keep. They they moved away. You know, I said, I've got friends all over the country, which is great for traveling, but trying to watch a game on a Wednesday night or trying to get a beer on a Saturday, it was kind of kind of kind of sad, you know. Yeah. So one thing I, I worked on a lot was was trying, you know, and, and it's an old adage and I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of the listeners would relate Um it's harder and harder to make friends as you get older. You know, like I said, Absolutely. We, we start with the kid sits with me at the rectangle table. So we're friends and you get to a point where it's like, man, I hate most of my coworkers. <laughs> I don't really want to just go up to some random guy at like a bar and be like, Hey, you're single. I'm single. Nothing sexual. But like, do you want to hang out sometime? I actually saw this is, this is a true story. This, I saw this when I was lonely. Um, you're still lonely. I still, I didn't, yeah, I saw it yesterday. I was a little um, hanging fruit. Yeah, I exactly. just had to no, throw it in there. Um, this is back when when Craigslist allowed like personals. Like it was a this literally some guy was like, I'm a, a guy who enjoys. I don't have many friends. I'm in Columbus, and I enjoy watching like the Browns games. And he's like, I'm hoping that like somebody else will meet me at a bar to watch the Browns game. Like no, no funny business, nothing weird. Like he's yeah. like, I'm literally just looking for somebody to hang out with. And I didn't message him back, but like, honestly, I don't know why I didn't because like, I really should, like, that was kind of where I was at. Like I was like sitting there and thinking like, I appreciate this guy putting himself out there and being like, I, I don't know where else to turn to make friends. So yeah. I just went to Craigslist. Craigslist was available, like Facebook Marketplace. Like, who's looking for someone to hang out with? So, um, I, I random random person on the internet. My hat goes off to you. I hope you found somebody to watch the Browns game with. Um, but uh, it was not me, um, despite the fact that I probably should have said probably should have seen what that had to offer. Um, again, nothing sexual. nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. I can't <laughs> stress that enough. 
Um, but you know, I get it. I get what he was going for. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's just really hard to make friends. So, um, I was happy to, uh, to join some hobbyist groups, you know, kind of how I, I met you and met a lot of the other people who've done the podcast. You know, we're all, we're all, we all hang out a lot. And, yeah. um, but that was a big thing for me was trying to make friends as an adult in his thirties in proximity to me, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a Wednesday night and you and I are hanging out, having a couple drinks and, and talking, um, you know, that's exactly what you're looking for. It's just a random Wednesday. Yeah. Just hang out like whenever yeah. it's not nothing weird, nothing sexual. Nothing. I can't, <laughs> but, I can't stress that enough. Can't stress it enough. I feel like the more we say it, the more it the seems more, like it's not, that's not what's yeah, going on. It's not on. the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> We're not helping the more we bring it up. Right. Um, but I also kind of feel pot committed and I can't not keep bringing it up <laughs> because I feel like if I stop bringing it up, that also lends itself to it, meaning that there is. So, like, I don't know what to do here. Like, yeah. So, just, like, in an hour, you'll be like, well, I was going to Lowe's one time. Nothing sexual. I just keep doing it in any situation. Yeah. Um, that's actually so <laughs> it's funny you bring up Lowe's. You know, you're a homeowner, I'm a homeowner, you know, um, and it's just one of those things like when you become a homeowner, you really do become a slave to the uh, to the home improvement stores unless yes. you're like made of money and I am not. So like I have to do a lot of the work myself. And that's actually you know, a thing about me that a lot of people don't know is, um, you know, I'm the, the lawyer, you know, that's that's what I've yeah. been labeled as for the purposes of these podcasts. But um you know, my spare time, I do a lot of woodworking and, and things like that. And I do a lot of like home reno work. Like I, I recently have done a lot of work, you know, putting up like framing walls and stuff like that, you know, building, uh, putting up drywall, building like bathrooms and stuff like that, just in various things. I enjoy doing that. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, most of my time is spent behind a desk at work. So it's like a real hands-on way to kind of express myself. But the reason I bring this story up, not just out of nowhere is I recently hit what I would consider like a man milestone where um, I was doing a project. And so I needed to order, I basically ordered like a thousand dollars of like lumber and drywall and like various like, you know, screws, things of that nature. Yeah. And um, I wanted Home Depot to deliver it to me. So I go to, so I like set it up and they're supposed to deliver it to me. And I was at Home Depot picking up something else. And I gave them my last name and they're like, oh, are you the guy that has like the large delivery of like lumber and drywall coming to your house tomorrow? And I was like, I am. And so I'm known at Home Depot, like Home Depot, the people, <laughs> the, the, the staff at Home Depot know who I am. They're like, yeah, there's, that's Matt. He's the guy that buys all the paint and stuff at Home Depot. And so that's. You know, I, I'm like a step away from having contractor status, it feels like, where you just like walk in, I'm wearing a dirty shirt, I pull my car up to like the contractor only parking and it's like right this way, sir. We know exactly Rolling what you're doing. Rolling out the the dirty red carpet. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, the <laughs> the the shag like red uh the stuff you put down in the halls when you're moving to make sure you don't scratch <laughs> yeah. the floors, they wheel that out for me and got dirt uh, all over it oh it's, it's there's boot prints on it absolutely they make me put on those things on my shoes so that i don't track <laughs> stuff around a home depot um yes exactly that so that that to me is a man milestone is if you can walk into not like your local hardware but to like a like a large yep. corporate place and they're like yeah we know you you buy a lot of stuff here i'll be like i do thank you this is great 
So that just made a random question pop into my yeah. head. Is it better to be known at like the local coffee shop, the local like diner, the local bar, that's a great question. or the corporate uh, hardware store? So that's a great question. So I have always, my one thing I have not accomplished yet in my life, I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting close in some respects, but I've always wanted my cheers bar. I've always wanted to be able to walk into a bar and like people know me there. Like yeah. that's, you know what I mean? Like I'm the regular okay. there. Um, and uh, there's a few places in, in Columbus that I frequent enough that I feel like people recognize me. Um, but not like enough yet where we're like on a first name basis and like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you got your seat and you know, you come on in, but that I just, as a, as like a, as a young person, I like, not as like a kid, but like as a college student, I was always like, it'd be cool to have a bar where you're like the people that, that go you're the guy. Yeah. In college, I had that bar in college. Um, my roommates and I, we used to go to, um, the beer stube and we used to go to Lucky's on, on OSU campus. They're right on high street. And Lucky's in particular, we would go there because they had a um, they had a pool table, and we liked to play. And that I actually, like where this is going. Yeah, it actually leads me to one. So we would go and like we would just put the you know it's the bar rule. So you put the quarters on the pool table, and you know we would play, and then someone would put a quarter on the table to challenge us, and then we don't. My friend and I would always be like, well, let's do doubles if they had another person or whoever was the hot stick that night. That's uh, nothing sexual. Um, we would try to, um, we would be the person that would, if it was one on one, to play to keep the table because you know the goal was always just to keep the table and you were playing for free. Right. Um, and one night we're there and um, it was like it was just like a random Thursday, but like everyone for some reason was wasted there, um, and they were they were kind of packed, uh, and they had a bouncer and we were playing these two guys and they were really cool. We liked them a lot and uh, they were just a lot of fun. But the one guy was super drunk. And the pool table at Lucky's was by the back exit. And the ba- at the back exits, there's this bouncer. He looks real roided out. Like he had, they had like, a bouncer at they, the back exit? They had a bouncer at the back exit at, a, at Lucky's. I think it's because he wasn't necessarily like watching the door. He was like in the cop spot. So he's like standing in like the back, like so he can see the whole bar you know what i mean okay. so like he's like there. he's not necessarily there for the door he's there for the view he just happened to be by the door yeah and the door just happened to be there right but it's important that he's by the door for the purposes of this story yeah. which is why i made a point to note it it's nothing sexual it's not again nothing sexual so the guy <laughs> the guy who we're playing who's really drunk is stand also standing by the door and the bouncer hits him like nudges him on the side and says, excuse me you can't stand in front of this door. It's a fire hazard. That's what he says. And he says it like very sternly. And this, but he's standing in front of the door. He's standing in front of the door. Absolutely. But but this guy can't be there because it's a fire hazard. And I know your your listeners can't see, but just like I have a very stoic, yeah. very stoic, like very serious, like nothing at all about this is funny to him. You would have thought that he was like deputy fire marshal. And like this was like a very important thing. And this drunk guy, and I can't stress this if I've never met this guy before in my life, like, but love this guy to death because he was, you know, drunk and he was hilarious and he was paying for me and my friend to play pool. Yep. His reply, verbatim, you're a fire hazard. <laughs> and you, and the bartender reply was, what the fuck? And he just like, he just is about to start the wailing. The bartender? No, not the bartender, the bouncer is like, oh, just okay. about to start wailing on this guy. He like, what? He, he like pins him against the wall. 
Like, he's just like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And he's like ready to wail him. Bartender comes around. He's like, whoa, what's going on? Like, again, because we're regulars. We knew the bartender. Like, this guy, yeah. we were here all the time. We're like, hey, you know, the guy. I, I literally tell the story. I'm like, you know, this. And you're a fire hazard. <laughs> bartender laughs his ass off. He's like, thought it was the funniest thing. Ever. He's like, okay. He's like, let's. He tells, I don't remember the guy's, the bouncer's name. But he's like, so-and-so, like, just just chill out. It's cool. Don't worry. I know these guys. And so, like, the bar- bouncer's like walks off and you know he's got the bartender gives us a round and says sorry about that like and we're like it's not a big deal and he's like you know just you know but it was just hilarious to me because it was the most it was i've never seen a situation escalate so quickly in my life i've never heard a worse it's literally straight out of napoleon dynamite right yeah. like it's literally like saying your mom goes to college she just like you're a fire hazard and this bouncer was ready to fucking kill this guy yeah, I picture that as like when the bartender like chills the situation out and the bouncer goes somewhere else. I imagine him sitting on like a bar stool with his arms crossed, like eyebrows slanted. He's like pissed. And he just says to himself, like, your mom's a fire hazard. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how that story ends in my mind. And yeah, I, I agree. And it, but it's just like it was just one of those things. It was a situation where because we were known at the bar, yeah. I felt like it ended a better way than it could have. And I want to be very clear about something. I'm no pussy, but I didn't know that guy. So like, if that guy was going to get his ass kicked, I was not going to be a part of it. Like, yeah, I, wasn't, I don't I know was, this guy. Yeah, if it would have been my friend. I would have been like, hey, I would have stepped in. But, like, for somebody I've never met who was just kind of funny and was paying for my pool, I'd be like, okay, we are done. Thank <laughs> yep. you. I'll take my check. I don't know <laughs> Sorry, what's going man. on over there. Like, uh, this is uh, – you never guys have seen any of these people in my yeah, life. You can have the table. Check the cameras. Yeah, you, you can have the table <laughs> as far as I'm concerned at that point. Um, so I like that. And so I've always wanted to kind of have my – my bar, you know, where yeah. I go. But it's just, it's hard, you know, because like there's different tenders everywhere and yeah. um and there's so much turnover too. Especially that, now. Yeah, especially now that there's so much turnover. Like we pretty much had our cheers bar, our our brewery. Yeah, yeah. Not our brewery that we own, but like the brewery that we would frequent. Oh like, yeah, we go there all twice the time. a week. Yeah, absolutely. And um like yeah, they had the same staff. We know the owners. We're good friends. Like, we hang out with the owners. Like, all that. And now they're just rotating through people. For, yeah. And it's like, no one knows who we are anymore. And if, and if the owners are there, it's one thing. Yeah. But, like, you know, they're busy. I don't want them to come out and cater. You know what I mean? And I'm not looking for, like, the... I'm not looking for the red, the dirty red carpet like I get at Home Depot. Right. right. But I, you know, like, I just want it to be... Come in, they know who you are, you know, they know what you're going to order, basically, yeah. you know, and it's just, you can chat with them, and it's just, you know, how's the family good, how's, how's school great, you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and, like, there's there's also another thing, like, with the hobby that we're in, like, yeah. we kind of can get some special treatment with that, and, like, with the beers that they make, like... Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so, you know, I... I I've kind of talked about go. it, hinted about it. Yeah, here we go. The, there's a beer there that I have a part of. And um, so I, the one of the owners was there, and I was like, hey, can I sample it? Like, I want to know if it's ready or not. And, uh, like, I got a sample of it, and it's maybe, like, two ounces in the, one of their, like, regular size glasses. And this just goes to show, like, on the turnover and not being known at the bar anymore because – when I was sitting there and sipping on it, I saw two bartenders like off in the corner and they would like, you know, look over the shoulder at me and they'd like back to each other. And then they look at me again and they do it again. And this, 
they did it like four or five times and then finally one of one of them came over and they're like excuse me sir what what beer did you order and i'm like oh no 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 this isn't this on the isn't, menu don't you, don't, the, don't worry about this i got this this isn't a thing i know i know people i'm i'm kind of a big deal i'm people, kind of a big shot around yeah, here people people have known me before yeah. and they'll know me later and and uh, i do things yeah, a lot things of, happen a lot of important things, um, you know. Just, just say, just say Cameron to some yeah. people. Like they'll, they'll know what's up. Yeah, I want to, I want to be like the dude someday. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm like, I'm not looking for red carpet. I'm not looking for free drinks. Like I pay my own way, but like I just yeah. want, I want the camaraderie of like a, an established place. And um, I know people that have it, and and you know, part of me is it needs to be close to where I live. And so I think now that like I kind of have my roots where I want them, I can kind of start like picking places. And, you don't want to go to O'Brien's. I, you know, I, I, nothing wrong with those types of places. I no, just nothing wrong with it. It's just, just a, a joke. It's yeah, it's a, it's a hike, and it's um also, like I said, when I'm looking for like a che- like I'm a I'm a more quiet evening kind of a guy. Like yeah. I'm, Especially because, like, I I have a significant other. Like, I'm not, like, out trying to, you know, chase tail, which is just tells you how old I am because I use the phrase chase tail. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not looking to, like, get smashed. Like, you know, I'm just, like, trying to have a couple drinks, have a nice evening. And yeah. so, for me, it's, like, that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking for. Um, and there's a lot of, like, nice thing about Columbus is there's a lot of places that that could be. But I, I think that's what any anybody who's really into to beer or spirits, I think that's what they're looking for is, like, that watering hole where when they're like in their fifties and they get off work, they could go there and people would be like, Hey Bob. Oh, Hey, Hey Bill. Hey Cindy. Thank you. know, yeah. Usual. No, I think today I'm going to have something a little different, you know, right. or yep. Usual, usual and something else. And like, we'll go ahead and put the game on for you. Perfect. Thank you. You know, that's, yeah. that's the kind of level that you're looking yeah, they, for. I think there's like two different, two of those people, right? There's the one that goes in and they order the same thing and they sit in the same chair every time yep and then there's also the opposite end where there's they probably sit in the same chair but they they know the bar well enough that they're rotating and they're having good stuff come in that they're like all right i want to try the new thing yeah what's your what's you know my my standard order is your seasonal you yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's your? Like, it's not. It's not a specific yeah. thing. It's like, but I, you know, you you want the seasonal? We got it, and, and they know that about you. So they're like, you know, we've got a we got a new stout on tap. I'm like, yep, yep, gonna, gonna do that. You know me. You know, well, I know you don't really like stouts, but this one, I know you don't like coconut, but this one has you know different flavors. A little flavors less to coconut, it. A little less coconut, or no yep. coconut. This one's more marshmallow. Yeah, let's let's do it. Would you maybe want me to pour you a sample of it? I would love. Thank you know, because they know yep. they know they're gonna get their money out of me. That's. That's the kind of thing I've, I've you know, that's something I, I, I'm at the age in my life where that's my next thing is finding the, the like local watering hole, my cheers bar, as I say, where everybody yeah. knows my name. Um, and, and, you know, we just kind of go from it from that. So, um, any suggestions out there, more than happy to hear them. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, we'll just absolutely. keep looking. And like, I think we have great bars here. There's definitely some good bars. Absolutely. Right? Oh, There's, of course. There's no talking down on any of them. But, like, I honestly, when I go out of town, when I travel, I'm always looking for the best bar. Absolutely. And I'm usually going to places that are just blowing the places out of here, like, it here out of water. Sure. Like, I mean, it's it's hard, right? Because, yeah, it's, it, you know, first of all, I love Columbus. I've lived here now for um, a while. I've been 
like almost it's probably been night since 2000 i moved here in 2003 so it's been you know almost 20 years yeah, almost yeah exactly you can't even think about it but it's almost been 20 years um I'm getting to that point in my life where I've lived in Columbus more than I lived in my hometown, which is yeah. you know like a weird kind of that tipping is a point. weird tipping point. Um, but but it's it's not we're not Chicago, we're not New York, yeah. we're not you know we're and we're not we're not gonna be we're we're a mid sized mid you know we're a we're a capital city so yeah. we have our we have our stuff but we're we're not uh, we're not like one of the biggest cities in all of the U S. Um, we are. We, well, but we don't have like the nightlife and like the draw. Yeah, we don't that, have like, that nightlife, crazy, whatever, whatever. You don't have like the, you know, you don't have like the big like sport, like professional sport. I mean, like nothing against the jackets, but it's hockey, you know, yeah. nothing against the crew, but it's soccer. Like if we don't have like a baseball or football or basketball team. Yeah. Ohio State's the football team we have, which is fine. But we don't have those draws that like bring people in and like keep them here. So we're not going to have as many posh kind of like upscale places yeah and honestly my go-to bar i don't want that like no. you know, like i don't want i'm not looking for the best bar in columbus i'm looking for the local watering hole like because to me those are very you different want the things. super divey place i just want a place like i want a place that has what i want that's best for me and not necessarily has everything because the best bar in columbus is going to have like a lot of options it's going to like cater to everybody yeah it may be a little more selective or a little more dressy or not as relaxed as i'm looking for you know that's and that's kind of the difference right like there are some great bars in columbus but like the amount of effort that goes into being at them or doing them you know i've been to some yeah. places that serve alcohol in columbus like some even some private clubs that are amazing mm -hmm. but i wouldn't want them to be my go-to like yeah. I mean, you can be catered to at those places like if you, i want you to make me like i'm looking for a cocktail that has bourbon and a little bit of aperol but don't just make me like you know you know i'm looking for whatever whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is. like just make me like something with those spice it up of, a bit yeah, give maybe, me some variety right and they'll be like i know exactly the kind of thing like i've got like a great crafted cocktail that i've been working on and they'll make it for you and it's delicious that's a great place to visit, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. want to live there like long term. Okay. Like I'm looking for some like long, like for a place that I'm going like weekly or regularly. I want to be able to go in and just kind of like chill out and not feel like I've got to be up and not feel like I've got to like work at it. And okay. so like, that's always, that's kind of what I'm looking for from that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, and the fact that's like, that's something that I would like. But also, I'm kind of opposite where I want that, like, exclusivity. I get that. Because I don't love, you know, that's one of the things for me that, like, that keeps the crowd out. The the riffraff, as in not, you know, slummy people or whatever. It's just, it keeps the... Volume. volume. Yeah, it keeps I mean, the volume. volume down. And you see, to me, I hear that. But to me, the greater height of, like, it being my bar... Yeah. Is in a sea of volume, I'm still catered to. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I don't need it to be there's only six of us. It's easy to cater to me when I'm one of five people in the room. Mm -hmm. But if I'm a regular at a bar and there are three people there or there are 50 people there, if the bartender knows who I am because I go there all the time, like, that's the kind of level I'm looking for. Like, that's what I'm trying to find is a place okay. that I'm – I'm I'm known there no matter no matter how busy they are kind of a thing. Yeah. Like if it's a Tuesday night or if it's a Saturday night, if I want to go in there, I can kind of carve out my like slice of 
Um, you can get your spot. Yeah, I can you know, right this way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and they're they're rolling out the red carpet, making me put the things on my shoes, um, like at Home <laughs> Depot. Yeah. Um. So you know, just that's 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 just one of those things. I think as you get something I've always wanted. Like I said, I think I think at Lucky's it served me well that night. I think I would have gotten into a bar fight. Um. If yeah, uh, definitely it served you well. Yeah, and so that's just kind of where where I'd like to be long term. So, but yeah, so man, I was. That was a lot of tangents. Um, it's always hard to unwind everything, but uh, you know. So, so when I was looking, but it does play into the idea of like looking, looking for friends. So you know, you get the hobbyist mm-hmm. groups and and you meet people um, such as yourself at the at the tasting, and uh, you know your cousin Gary, who is uh, a riot. Um, <laughs> uh, that's been a lot. Episode two. Yeah, if, if you, you haven't listened, if you haven't or listened. episode yeah, episode two. See, second you. Yeah. You, wait. So you went. And then you were like, how do I keep this momentum going? And you were like, Cousin Gary? So <laughs> we can pause and like talk about Cousin Gary Hold for on. a second. Lo- First of all, love you, Cousin Gary. Just, uh, just can't yeah. stress that enough. Like, love you, Gary. You're going to probably listen to this episode in like six months. Yeah, if then. Um, oh, that's the thing. So a lot of you guys wouldn't know this, but we have a, we have a text with, with Gary and Gary's the king of of responding like six or seven days later, you know. Like, we'll, <laughs> yeah, he he is. We'll we'll be like making like, okay, we're all gonna go somewhere for such and such an event. Okay, who's in? Okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do this. We'll do that. We're going here. We're going at this time. And then like hours later, it'll be like, I'm in too. You know, like <laughs> next morning. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll go as well. It's like okay, good. So yep. This glad glad you could commit after we talked about it seven hours ago. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know, it's like, what's that for? It's like that's from that meme that Cam put up three days ago. Like, right. okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So Gary wanted to be uh, like the first episode, and I said, I like what you're thinking, but not being considered for episode one. Sorry. <laughs> And I just wanted to do it with someone that I know, uh, but don't know like too well. So I would be able to like easily dive in and like be interested and like, not that I wasn't interested in what Gary had to say. But you know, I, I mean, like, you've known him his whole life. Yeah. I've, kn- I've known Gary since he was born. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, he was like, I want to be episode one. And you know, Gary, his excitement and I everything. Oh, it's amazing. We were talking about that earlier, actually yeah. off, off, uh, off, off of the audio, but yeah. Uh, you know, and and the, here's the thing: like, being episode one's overrated. I mean, we were talking about Star Wars earlier. Like Star Wars <laughs> episode one is terrible. So like, why would you want to? You know, Star Wars episode two isn't any better. But you know, I mean, I think episode two is worse than one. It probably is. See, episode two to me, so we're gonna talk about Star Wars for a second here. So Star Wars episode <laughs> two, you know, Attack of the Clones has the one of the greatest like lines in all of movie history. Does it? Oh yeah. Cause it's where Anakin is talking. Is it the Wilhelm scream? It's where it's where Anakin's talking to Padme about why he hates sand. This is like it's. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, this. it's next. It's le- been so long no. since I've seen the movies. It's next level. She's talking about like he's trying to get with this woman. Like you know, he's right. trying to get in her pants, which is great. Like good for them. And she's like, I just love the beach. Like as a kid, we used to go to the beach, and it was great. And his reply, smooth man that he is, like, let's fuck later. He's like. I hate sand. It's coarse and it's grainy and it gets everywhere. And I'm just like, <laughs> bravo. 
bravo. And I love that line. My my brother and I, God love him, will just, anytime somebody mentions sand, we'll just be like, yeah, I know. It's coarse and it's grainy and it, it just gets everywhere every time without fail. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I need to go back and watch those movies, not because they're like amazing. No, they're not. It's just like, you want to watch a terrible movie. Let's, oh, let's watch it. So I will say you know, my family at one point, we don't do it anymore because there's like nine of them now and you can't do it. But for a while, um, we had a tradition where Christmas Eve, we would watch Star Wars one through six. Okay. And and it was just like, we'd have it on in the background, we'd be, you know, doing whatever, but like right. we wanted to watch those movies and the payoff was great at the end and terrible at the beginning. So we'd be like, <laughs> every year there was a debate. Do we, do we skip episode one? Do we, skip, do we skip it? Like, do we skip it? Like, what do we do here? You know, and it's like, no, no, we don't. Because every can't. time, because every time you watch it, it's more amazing because of how absolutely terrible the acting is and just how absolutely bad, like, just all the dialogue is. It's next level. And then you watch two, then you watch three. By that point, you know, you've gotten through everything you need to do and you can actually start paying attention. Right. Um, yeah. I haven't seen those movies in a long time. And, like, I think it's due to them. Are they even on streaming services? I think Disney. I know Plus. they have D- Disney been. Plus. Disney Plus. Oh Cause yeah, because they Disney own them owns, now. Disney owns all yeah, of them. Disney so yeah, owns Disney all Plus. of them. So you can watch everything on Disney Plus. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll do that. Maybe that's a a little task for me to watch those again and see how awful they are, and then I'll talk about it with someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me know because I would tell you what I would. Um, I would go through the gluttony of it. I would I'd be like, all right, I'll slog through some of these some of these shitty. Oh, movies. we could we could do like a Star Wars movie watch yeah, party. It'd be, be amazing. Yeah. We'll invite Gary. He could come for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we'll just. Have I him. love Jar Jar Banks. I can see it now. I hope not, Gary. Don't don't do that. Like, just, don't say that. Don't say that. Just I'm letting you know, like free free reign. Like I I I, I don't want to make fun, but like man, that's just rough. You know, it's easy. <laughs> And it's easy to make fun of Jar Jar Binks because he's an awful character. He's like the worst character ever created. He's so. the worst. Oh, it's bad. No. But so, yeah, that, I think those are like Star Wars. It's like one of those movies where, you know, you, you have to you have to appreciate how iconic the originals are. I, for one, like when they first said they were going to come out with them, I was excited because I'm like, oh, it'll be cool to get backstory. And then when they came out with the later ones, I was like, oh, it'll be cool to get up to date on where all the characters yeah. ended. And I didn't think the last three that they did were the worst movies in the world, but just some of it was, it's just, you know what I mean? Like they, they just, they just didn't, they could have done a lot and they just decided like, yeah. let's just phone this in. I felt like money grab. Felt like yeah. Money grab. Let's remake the four five and six pretty much, but like today and yeah. kind of make it after the fact. That's that's what I thought they were. Agreed. I didn't hate them. Yeah. I didn't think they were awful, like as much bad press as they got. I didn't think they were like that bad, but like standalone, I thought they were all right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I watched them and I, I I've so I guess here's what I would say. I've seen each of the newest 3 movies one time. Okay. I've seen each of it one. I might have actually no. I've seen um, the Force Awakens twice, but I've seen the other ones one time. I would maybe watch them again, like if I were doing the whole thing through. But yeah. I think it's telling that I've seen Episode One and Episode Two more times than I've seen Episode 
seven, eight, and nine. And part of that's like I said, because we used to have a tradition, but um, I don't know that I was really watching them. But you know, like it's just I don't know. You definitely, if if you haven't seen four, five, and six the most, I don't know what's wrong with you. And I think it's interesting as somebody who's aging. I think it's interesting that there's a group of people who have seen the new ones more than they've seen the the originals. You know what yeah. I mean? They're like, oh yeah. I, Started, I got into Star Wars when Episode Seven came out, and I saw it four times, and then I've seen eight three times, I've seen nine twice. It's like, yeah, I've seen the originals. The CGI on those are a little weak, and so I just, I don't know, they're not my thing. I'm like, what? V- viewers can't see it, but like my eyes got yeah. real wide, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, like, is this bitch serious? Yeah. Oh, I like how you you assumed it was a woman, or at least no, the no, bitch, no. Bitch I use meant, I oh, use bitch. bitch just for anyone. Yeah, okay, like good. that's just for me. Like I, I don't care who you are. I'll just call you a bitch. That's well. That's, <laughs> I get that. I, I, I want to say something controversial though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the episode like, nine wasn't bad. I actually thought episode nine was really good. So I agree with you. Like, here's the thing about episode nine is um, I didn't realize we were talking about Star Wars this much. That's just, yeah. That's the beauty of this podcast. You just never know where it's going to go. We never know where um, it's going to end up. Right. But here's the thing I would say about the most recent trilogy. If you go into those movies, okay having a good time and okay with the idea that like it's the Star Wars universe, you can watch them and enjoy them. Yeah. But, like I have a friend who hates them, hates them. He hates those movies. So he's like the big Star Wars nerd. Yeah, he's the big Star Wars nerd from the it's original trilogy or bust. And he, I I know him. Like, I love the guy to death, but he went into those movies like they're not what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? So, of course, you're not going to like them. But if you can go into those movies with, like, any kind of, like, openness to, do you like lightsaber fights? Yeah. Do you like the Star, like, the Skywalker saga? Yeah. Do you want to kind of know what happened after you know, it, it's easy to watch the the Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. and be like, "Yeah, they beat the Empire, everything's fine," and everyone's high fiving and popping champagne <laughs> and having like the best day ever. But I personally watch Episode Seven and say, "Yeah, the Emperor had regional governors all over the galaxy, which is huge." It doesn't seem like all of them would have just been like, "Oh, the Emperor's dead. Yeah, we're just gonna cede power." Like. That doesn't happen even in the real world. So yeah. why would you think like everything, everything was just like, everything's great now. It almost is like you're the kind of person who's like, yay, we put a bow on the ending and everything's perfect. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. That's not kind of, I don't think that's how real things work. So for me, I like that they were like, yeah, there's still a lot of controversy going on after the emperor died and it led to a real crazy shakeup and we didn't mm-hmm. know what was going to happen. And so they're still fighting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that to me made sense. I like that take, you know, so for whatever that's worth, but uh, yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't mind seven. I didn't mind seven, eight or nine. I thought that I actually think they're better than one and two. For sure. Um, I just, uh, I just didn't want, I just haven't watched them. <laughs> but yeah, I think if they were watching them is worth, worth it for sure. So, um, at any rate, though, so I what I wanted to talk about, because like I said, I'm re- working on myself, rebuilding life, looking for friends. Yeah. Also, um, after a reasonable amount of time, decided to get back into the, the dating world. Um, and, you know, that is a 
terrible place to be. A lot. Some people like it. Some people are like, I like the chase. Like I had a friend who was like, I just like, I like dating. Like I like the chase. Like I like kind of getting out there. I hated it. I just abs. I don't know what your views on it are as somebody who is who is um you know single. I but also hate it. It's a, it's a shit show. It is show. actively, yes, a shit show. It's a shit show. It's terrible. It is the worst. And so, you know, and, yet, and when I was single, this is um, this is like uh, 2012, 2013. It's like late 2012, so 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016. So, you know, this is like. This is like the fresh era of online of, of online dating. dating. Exactly. That like goes to your phone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right? This is like next gen online dating, today's oh. online dating. Oh, I was I'm going to blow a lot of your listeners' minds. I was setting up online profiles on a on a PC, on a computer, Whoa. like a laptop, but like I wasn't this like I had the apps on my phone, but I was like setting up the profiles like on a computer. Um and I, I started on the free ones, and I pretty much tried to stay on the free ones because, like, I'm not going to pay to meet people. But, yeah, man, they were they were just a dumpster fire. <laughs> I can I can tell, like, and I can and I will I'll talk about some of the stories from online dating because I think that they're... Oh, I love to hear it. Oh, they're hilarious. They're amazing. Um, they are. And, you know, so I kind of fell into this, this rut where I would... Um, like, there were obviously women that I would go out with one time and be like, this is not going to work. Right. You know, and you just, Hey, you know, had a nice time, but yeah, you know, we're, we're good. Um, but then there were some that were like, maybe. So you give them, you know, a few dates. And then there were some where you're kind of like, this isn't the worst thing I've ever had. So you like, maybe give them like a couple of months. Like there, I, I use, I joke, I joke now. I was in this cycle for a while where I would find somebody in like January and we would date through like April or May and then things would end and then I would take a break <laughs> and then I would find somebody in August and we would date through like November and then it would, it would end and it wasn't like planned. It yeah, was just, that's just how your life was going. It was just how life was going. And, and you would get to a point where it was either time to commit or it was time to realize, like, this isn't going any, you know, and this is not yeah. going anywhere. Um, there was this one girl. Um, I remember her name, but I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah. Yeah, just because. Uh, but we went out to dinner, went out for drinks, hung out. Like, everything was cool. I thought it was weird that we would either go out or we would go to my place, but we never went to her place. Like, she never invited me to her place. Interesting. And it just was weird. It was weird. Yeah. And so at one point I was like, I kind of thought, like, I went to pick her up at her place. Like, I would pick her up at her place, but, like, I never was invited in or never, like, I'd invite her over for dinner. And you know. how often or how long did you guys, were you guys, like, hanging out, dating? We, we were dating. I mean, I'll say we were dating. We weren't, like, in a relationship, but we were dating. We were dating for few months i mean we were dating it was okay. like we started dating in a jan this is one of the january ones so we started okay dating so in like january. until may yeah and so we were it's like a five-ish month we thing. were in we were in late march and i still like i had picked her up at her house a few times but like we i had never been inside of it like and by her house i mean her apartment but like i'd never okay. been inside of it and i just thought i was like hey i think it's weird that you've never invited me in like to see like where you you live so she's like well She's like, I just don't have a lot of space and, you know, it's really crowded. And I was like, well, that's fine. I was like, just, 
and I can't stress this enough, and it sounds weird. Like, I'm not, like, trying to get invited in for anything other than, like, I've been, I've known you for three months, and I've never actually seen where you live. Like, that's, you know, that's a weird kind yeah. of a thing to not know. I get it now. I get it now. She had a one, like, a studio apartment, and she was absolutely a hoarder. Um, Like, it was, you walked into the door... The door opened into a stack of stuff. It was supposed to be one big open space, which was like her sitting room, her bedroom. And then off to the side was like the kitchenette. And then there was like a bathroom. But she basically had created hallways of stuff in this studio to where there was a, you walked in and you could go to where her bed was. You could go to where like a chair with a TV was. You could get to the dining room and you could get to the bathroom and everything else was just pretty much jam-packed with ev- everything. It was a disaster. I mean, like I've never oh seen. Oh my God. I've never seen anything like it in my life since or before. I was, you know, and part of me was like taken aback and like we didn't last much longer than that because I was like, this is how you, this is how you live. Like, you know, I don't want to sound like an elitist, but like. Like what, what's going to happen? We're going to get together. You're going to move in with me or we're going to move in together. And then my house is going to look like a, like some like mad, a labyrinth. I was going to say, yeah, some like mad scientist from a movie who like, you know, has papers yeah. everywhere. And, and, um, then you're going to be on a TV show and you just don't want to be on I don't that. Want, I don't want to be on that TV show. And I'm going to be the guy. She's going to be the one who the person's like, can we, um, you seem to have an empty egg carton. Can we throw that out? And she's like, no. No, we can't. We can't throw. I need to keep that. And I'm standing there with my hand, my head in my hand, just shaking it. Like, what? What has my life done to lead me to this exact point? The other thing that's important to note for this story that I didn't mention at the front is, I'm I'm not a minimalist at all, but I hate clutter. Like, I don't like to keep. Like, I like a like an open floor plan. I like to keep you yeah. know space available. And so this was like literally my nightmare. Like I was, I was in, I, I was in just absolute hell when I was there and it was like, okay, let's get ahead and get going. And she, you know, I could tell, I knew she was embarrassed by it. Like I got that all of a sudden. So like, I kind of felt bad, but also it was something I definitely needed to know, um, in making a decision. So, you know, that was, uh, that was that. Yeah. You're a stronger person than me because I'm similar. I hate clutter. I try to be pretty minimalistic. Um, but like if I saw whoever I was dating, if I saw their apartment, the house, whatever, their living space is hoarder status and they have just pathways like that's, I'd be like, well, it was nice knowing you. Thanks for everything. And I'm just going to close the door and leave. And that's it. It was, it was hard. I, I, and, and then later I dated a different girl. And she she's almost the exact opposite, which was is also weird. She um she was a, a PhD student at OSU, and um she was a former lawyer, which I normally hate lawyers. Here, so like you know I, I'm a lawyer. Lawyers are typically the worst. Like there's a reason. Like people every time I talk about my current my current girlfriend, people will be like, oh Sheila, I'm like no, I couldn't. Absolutely not. I, it's bad enough that I'm one. I can't have another one around. <laughs> um. No, they're the worst. And like most of the people, like a lot of people I went to law school with, like I mentioned on the first podcast, like when I was at, at Akron, you know, they were like more real and I thought they were really cool. And then like, they're just like more cutthroat at OSU and just, that's the kind of people you just, you know, you don't need them in your life. You want to stay away from them as much as possible. And that's, 
that's a lawyer game to a certain degree. It's just very, you know, the, there's a reason why there's a stereotype for yeah. for lawyers. And, and so most of them, though, I, I don't like interacting with at all. Um, but she was a former lawyer who, but I thought she was like, I'm a, I used to be in a different life. I was a lawyer, but she's like, I just didn't like it. You know, I thought all the people were terrible. And I'm like, you know what? Be still my heart. Like you and I were on the same page. So she's like, I decided to go back to OSU and get my PhD in something. And I was like, that's cool. We dated for a while. She had the opposite issue though. She had an apartment, um, in, in Grandview in Columbus. And I went there one time and she had a bed and that was the extent of her furniture. Oh, she had a bed. She had a cat. She had a cat. So she had a cat carrier and that was it. Like, I mean, and then she had some exercise equipment and she had like dishes in like her kitchen and like yeah. the stuff that was built in. But I was like, well, where do you like sit? She's like, Oh, I'll just sit on the floor and watch TV on my phone. If I'm going to do that, or I'm not here a lot, or I'll just sit on my bed if I need to sit or I'm like, where do you eat? She's like, I just stand at the counter. It was, what? I, again, this is what I'm saying. Online dating is a shit show. Like these are the people <laughs> you find when you're like out there looking. And now I'm thinking to myself, I'm fortunate to never have made it to that like step in yeah. a, a online dating world to like go to someone's place. Well, because I don't know what is, what it's like. Cause that's the thing, right? Like that's the thing. So the problem with online dating, this is my big thing with the problem with online dating. And I want to be very clear about something. My, my girlfriend now who we've, we've been together for six years. Um, we'll, we met online. So like it can work. And I know plenty yeah. of people who have met online and it, and it works just fine. Um, it can work, but the thing about online dating is that I learned the problem is, is that there's an incentive to lie. So like, if you're honest right. in your profile, like I would always do my profile, like I'm not going to oversell myself, but I'm not going to undersell myself. Like this is who I am. Right. There's a certain level though, from people that they believe that there's embellishment, that there's lot. And so they will, they will assume if you do your profile straight, they will assume that there's some lying in there and so they'll discount it. So you almost have to lie just to get yourself even. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like if I'm reading, like, cause what, like, what I learned is like, if I'm reading someone's profile, like there were plenty of profiles I read where I was like, Oh, this person seems awesome. And it's just like, Hey, just so you know, those pictures are three years old or Hey, just so you know, when I said I was employed, actually I used to be employed, but I just quit my job cause my boss was a dick. You know, and like all of a sudden you're like, oh, so some of this isn't, oh, so you're, you're a dentist. Well, no, I'm actually a dental student. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. and so it's just very, it's very different. So I always kind of felt like I put myself at a disadvantage by being straight. So you're, but you're putting, a lot of people are putting their best foot forward and then you go on a date to a neutral site. And again, best foot forward, everything seems cool. You know, they're laughing and having a good time. And as a guy, you don't like want to be like, Hey, can, can I come to your place? Cause that sounds like, you know, you're trying to just get there like way too quick. Right. But by the time you get there, you've been on like three or four dates and you realize the person's a hoarder or you realize the person is like, doesn't have any furniture. And you're like, well, what's going on here? You know what I mean? It's just so weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the... less weird now. I'm glad. I mean, you know, like, like I said, you can find people because eventually I yeah. found my current girlfriend and she, 
had what I deemed to be the right amount of furniture. <laughs> you know, not too like the baby, like the, the, the not the, too much, not too little. Yeah, the, the baby bear amount Just of furniture. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she had the she had the right amount Sorry. of furniture. She had the right amount of furniture. She did. Um, I like this story. So she she did make fun of me inadvertently for having a dead dad on our first date. Oh yes, I love this story. So <laughs> and that sounds so fucked up. Yeah. But like <laughs> So one thing, you know, when I, I last podcast I talked about how like my 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 ex left me, you know, and I was like that so the timeline for 2012 for me yeah. was my dad died in May. My girlfriend of 3 years left me in like August or September, right when we were about to move into a new place together. And then my grandfather died in December. So 2012, like, like I, I, as bleak as I painted it the last time we were here, it's actually, that was like the worst year. Like yeah, that year it's sucked. darker than yeah. you said. Yeah, that year sucked. So fast forward, and I, I hate, I, I'm fast forwarding, but I might jump back to tell their stories about before I met my current uh, girlfriend. But like, so we go on a first date and um, we're just chatting. We're having a nice time. And she says something about like, she makes some joke about like, my dad like you know it's just some i don't remember what it was i don't remember your the dad goes to college yeah, exactly. or something like some some joke but she's just like um you know my yeah something about your dad and i was like oh actually my dad's dead and she just busts out laughing she just laughs hysterically about it and i was like and she's like that's a good one and i was like no actually he died in 2012 he had lung cancer and passed away and she's like are you are you serious i was like yeah yeah he's dead he's very dead and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, she just immediately, like, 180s. But that was a first date. And and if you ask her, she'll say, like, at that point, she was like, I didn't think I was going to get a second date. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, can this date end already? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> okay. I fucked this up so she bad. She starts apologizing profusely. And it's just like, the I thought it was hilarious. So, it was, like I said, as somebody, she didn't know this at the time. But as somebody who used to do stand-up comedy, the story that story to me is hilarious. Like I yeah. love everything about that story. Like it's 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 amazing. Like she she was like you just your your delivery was so deadpan that I just I was like well it wasn't really deadpan as much as it was like solemn because he was dead. <laughs> you know like, it was like that's the difference. She's like but I couldn't tell the difference and I'm like well exactly I used to do this like it's still <laughs> funny but uh, that's one of those stories you tell the grandkids someday like yeah, well, oh yeah. Well, Grandma, Grandpa, can you explain your first date? Yes. Um, we, it's a great one. We met at a bar. Um, we ordered a few drinks. Your grandma laughed in my face because your great-grandfather was dead. And um, then uh, we had an awkward situation at the end of the date. <laughs> that, the end of the date's hilarious. So I walked her to her car, you know, because that's the chivalrous thing to do. Right. And um, I'm thinking... I don't know, maybe a, a kiss, maybe a hug, goodbye, you know, just like a metric that things went well on the first date, the whole right. dead dad thing aside. And then she's like, where did you park? I'm like, I'm just on the street, like right over there. Like I, you can see my car from where she is. And she's like, well, I'll drive you to it. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to drive me to it. That's fine. Don't worry. You don't have to drive me to it. And then she's like, no, no, I'll, I'll drive. Like, she's trying to be polite to drive me to the car. I'm trying to part ways so that we can like do a hug or get something, you know? So I'm like, okay, she's driving me to my car. Cause like, this is not going well. Okay. Whatever. 
So then she drives me to my car. I'm parked on the street. So now she's in the street. Another car is coming behind us. And she's like, well, we'll see someone's behind us. So you're going to have to get out. Bye. And so she, I like <laughs> rush out of the car. I like get in my car. She drives off. I'm like, well, that was done. And then later she texts me and she's like, so she's like, I'm sorry. She's like, the end of that date was terrible. She's like, I would have given you a hug, but I wasn't thinking things through. And she's like, I really just wanted to help you by getting you a ride to your car. But then I got nervous because there was a car behind me. So I like pushed you out of the vehicle and I hope we can go out again sometime. And I thought that was, I, again, the, the comedian in me thought that whole story was hilarious. Like, we Yeah, just, that's great. We have d- dads being laughed at. We have like comedies of errors. We have them being pushed out of the car, like in front of a moving car. Like everything about this is is absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, we we now got to the uplifting part. Like we, we yeah, got that's through that's the a good part. uh, that's a like a good first date story because, you know, sometimes you get the hoarder ones, sometimes you get the complete opposite. You get the like the weird ones, and that one's just like funny. I think here's the thing. I think all first dates are awkward. Yeah. And so if the awkward part of the date is she makes fun of my dead dad and then we don't hug at the end, but like she wanted to hug, but we don't hug at the end. Like that's a pretty funny, awkward first date. Cause like the awkward first date could also be, I don't know. Somebody says, I love you, which is weird. Or it could be, I some, think that's weird. That's weird. That's or some, very weird. Yeah. Or somebody could be, you know, like, um, so, yeah, so I brought my dog with me, like, to the bar. You know, like, just weird, like, abs, like people that carry, like, their pets in their purse with them, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Um, just strange. That's that's a red flag. Yeah. Like, you bring in, uh, like, your dog to the bar. Like, yeah, love your dog. Happy for you. Happy for it. Hopefully, y'all are giving it a good life, whatever. But, like, that's a red flag yeah. that you're bringing it on the first date. I am. Um, I'll tell this story, and I apologize to all of your viewers because I know that this is a pretty. Um, I know you're you're a pretty Christian guy, and I know that there's a lot of like Christian people that that tune into this podcast. But uh, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, one time, <laughs> one person I went on a date with. Um, we're hanging out. Like we go to we go to Winking Lizard in Grandview back when there was a Winking Lizard. Good good alcohol selection. Good you know good food. Just good spot. It was just first. You need the optimal kind of first date location. Like nothing too highfalutin nothing too like we're not going to wendy's we're not going to m at miranova like you need like a middling spot yeah. where if you need to pull the rip cord you pull the rip cord you know but you're not like stuck in like a four course kind of a, a meal thing. right and you're also not cheap you know what i mean like right well, we'll just go get ice cream you know and just talk you know so you got to find those right spots so we were at the winking lizard and um things are going what i think are going pretty well she seems cool you know she's cute like we're having a nice conversation and then she asks me you know because you're trading questions back and forth a lot on the first date so you have any pets you know what's your home like life so what yeah, do you do super for a living small talk 100 percent. because like why would you, you don't want to get too deep into anything because like i don't know this this person's a stranger yeah um, you know, this person, I don't know you at all. And like everything grade school taught me was stranger danger. Like someone's going <laughs> to, like my girlfriend actually has a, a funny story. So her parents, they would not say to her that you could get kidnapped. They would say that you could get stolen <laughs> because kidnapping sounds like something that can only happen when you're a kid. 
but any uh, anybody can be stolen. <laughs> so she and she's like, and it resonated well. She's like, we will absolutely tell our kids someday that they could be stolen. She's like, because you never grow out of being stolen. <laughs> and so I, I like it. I just love that story. So the girl I'm this girl who I at Winking Lizard with, she just says to me, "So what is your relationship with Jesus Christ?" And that's when I knew that the date was over. It was cool up until that point, but what's your relationship? Because I don't want to say whether I have a relationship with Jesus Christ or not, or to what extent I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, but I will tell everybody it is not to the extent to where anybody should ask me that question and I have an answer prepared for it. Like it is not at all that amount. Um, yeah, the, I think, I mean, I think bringing that up on the first date definitely is a, like a question, like if it's important to you, absolutely like bring it up. I also felt like it maybe should have been in her prof, like her dating. I feel like it's something we should have, because like before the first yeah, you date. Should, you should bring that up first. Yeah, before the first date is the profile and then the texting, you know, the messaging and then the texting and then yeah. the date. And I was always somebody who wanted to get to the date as soon as possible. I didn't want to have an internet girlfriend. I didn't want to have an online relationship. It was, right. we are using this as a meeting tool. This is a flag that I am single and looking for somebody. You are single and looking for somebody. We have met here, but we need to get in person as soon as possible to figure out whether we actually gel or not right um, you want to get off the app as soon as possible you want to get off the texting as soon as possible whenever people are comfortable and into a room to know whether or not things are going to work or not and so i mean i'm not saying we, we text but like we probably still texted like we probably started texting on a sunday and went out on a thursday you know what i mean so it's like it's pretty it's, quick it's pretty quick but at the same time it's like you know it's in my mind it's like okay i, I don't really go out we need time you want to have time to feel comfortable and i don't want to like I don't normally go out to Winking Lizard on a Monday night. You know what I mean? Like, right. I got stuff to do. Like, when's the first day in my calendar that's free? It's Thursday. How do you think about Thursday? Thursday works. Let's do it. Also, didn't want to commit the weekend because, like, you know, I don't know this person. Like, I don't want to give up, like, a cool Saturday night set of plans <laughs> to hang out with somebody that might be way too into Jesus. Um, which is what this was. But, uh, but I thought that that's the kind of thing maybe she should have brought up. And, again, she wasn't just, like, you know – so do you attend church or she wasn't like, you know, so are you a practicing Christian or anything like it was, what's your relationship with like, that's a loaded question, whether or not you can tell, like, you know, at that point, like, yep. the you answer, know what's happening. The answer is whatever I say, the reply is going to be, well, I have a very intimate or a very devout relationship with, you know what I mean? And here's why. And so like, I'm not going to be able to compete with, with that. Like we're just, we're, right. not, we're not on the same level. Yeah, when that question is asked, you know that you're going to get that response and then this date is going two ways. You're either going to talk about Jesus for the next two hours or check please and you're leaving in like as soon as possible. We did talk about Jesus for a while after that question, just so you know. Like, oh, it, it, oh. Like, so there's like a third way that I didn't even... No, because she, she asked and I said, honestly, it's not much you know what i mean like yeah. I, I i believe in morality and i believe in being a good person and i believe in um you know living a good life i said but and and, and honest i'll say it because i don't care you know i i think of the the bible as like a, a book of stories or a book of parables that you can read that the message is to live a better life 
you know, to, to be a good person and to, and to live a good life. And that, you know, that's important, but I don't think of it as a work of like historic history. Like I think of it, especially because it's been interpreted several times and it's been modified and you know right. what I mean? Like it's, it's not, it's not the same as reading like a U.S. history book, I guess. And some people take it as like this all actually happened. This is all 100% true. Right. And I think of it more as like the, you know, a season of the show Fargo, where at the beginning it says all of this is true. You know, the names have been changed, but like it's not true. It's a, it's a, it's a fictional story yeah. that has a good message and, and, you know, does some stuff. But uh, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. So, uh, you know, and then so then she, the date turned into her trying to save my soul by advocating for why, you know, this would be, um, so you should, you should start going to church every day of the week. I, just, you know, not, maybe not every day, but like, you know, how can you say that? And how can that be that way? You know, it isn't, it how can you live your life in such a poor manner? Yes. All that. Oh, geez. Yeah, that kind of stuff, you know, and, and how, like, you know, you're short, this is short sighted thinking like, you know, well, right now that might seem okay. Like when you're at the, when you're at the pearly gates and they're not going to let you in, you know, and, and how could, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, how, how, like, what are you going to think then? And, you know, that, and so I was just like, could not, and it was an opportune cause we we're right in the middle of dinner at this point. So like, I got to finish my burger, you scarf it down, you know, like fast. I'm like, eating, like, I've never, but it was, it was fortuitous because I didn't really have much to say. Right. So I'm like eating French fry after French fry, eating that burger, like finishing my beer. Like I'm like, let's, let's get to where we need to be. And it's awkward too, because she's talking and not eating. So now I'm pretty much done with my food and now I have to make a decision do I sit here awkwardly and with her while she finishes her meal? Or do I just be like, I've already paid the bill. I'll go ahead and let you finish <laughs> up. Um, it was nice to have met you. Um, goodbye. <laughs> um, I ended up, what I ended up doing is I steered the conversation away from that yeah. to other things. We talked for a while longer while she finished eating. And then that was, that was that. Um, yeah, so you were able to like steer it out of the Jesus trench of conversation. That... I mean, after after she had run her course with it. I mean, yeah. you have to understand, like we 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 didn't finish that conversation, but like she said her piece, um, and I heard it. Um, <laughs> you're just like acknowledged, yeah, I... and uh, you're like, so how about that Cavs Sixers game? Yeah, can we can we cut to the chase? Like, if there's something I can sign to say that you tried to convert me and I was not interested, I am <laughs> more than happy to sign that right now. Yeah. And then um, we can kind of move along to the next. Right. What's, what's the next topic that we want to talk about? Um, I saw her like two or three weeks later. Um, at a, at a Walmart, like I was at Walmart buying something and I saw her. Oh, that's an aisle. interesting next date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you just, oh, I'm nothing but romantic. <laughs> um, and like, I don't know if she saw me, I saw her and like ran to a different aisle. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to interact. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. She was, like I said, she was super nice. Um, and, and nothing, no animosity towards her at all, but like, just could tell we weren't going to click and right. we weren't clicking. And that's just, Part of online dating is you're going to message 20 girls 
Five of them are going to mess you back, message you back. You're going to talk to three of them for a while. You'll go on a date with one or two of them. And then of those, it's maybe one goes well enough. And then otherwise you're back to the drawing board to do it again. And that's just, it's a numbers game. Right. You know? And I think like one of the cool things now with online dating is they will allow you to put like all that information into your profile. Yep. So you can be like, you know, I am this religion or whatever, and I'm looking for someone in this religion. And there's also those specific uh, like dating sites, right? So you don't have to you don't have to like go out on a date with someone and be halfway through it and then ask you the question of what's your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's like I said before, that's kind of where I was at is all I, I don't, I'm very clear on the podcast. I don't have a problem with anybody who has a relationship with Jesus. And I don't have a problem if that's a priority for you. It's a pri like religion's very important to a lot of people. Right. I feel like if it's anything, anything, that's that important to you religion if it's where you live if it's like income if it's how you want to rear your children that stuff needs to be up front like that sure. needs to be and, and to her credit it was a first date conversation item i feel like we could have avoided the first date if it would have come up during the texting for a few days yep. you know what i mean you wouldn't like, have wasted each other's time if people mentioned in their profiles that they had a relationship like i a lot of people i saw they were like i have a relationship with god and you should too i would be like i'm probably not the guy for you like you know what i mean again and it's not an anti-religion thing it's just that i pro if you're willing to put that in your profile as a sticking point we're pro i'm probably not enough in that you yeah. know what i mean like i'm probably let's not, not waste anyone's right. time here like right. just tell me that first perfect like hey what's the relationship here yeah and then that decides your answer decides where we're going next mm -hmm. if we're just going to end it or if we're actually going to continue something right because it's like i said it's it's a it's a the, the online dating game is a difficult game you know and um you don't really want to spend a lot of time on it you don't want to invest the time i mean there were, like I said, I, there were plenty of women that I dated for a few months thinking maybe only to find out like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make something work that isn't, or I'm working yeah. harder at this than I should, or it's just not, we're not progressing as much as I would have thought we would over this span of time, or right. it's now at a point where we need to commit or not. And I I don't feel like we can neither one of us is willing to, or, you know, we're still like, eh, maybe, you know, and it's like, okay, well that's your I, answer. Um, so I don't really get into like my experiences, yeah. but, uh, I do have a fun one that can relate here. It's just yeah, real quick. Great. No, do it. Yeah, I, I, um, I know. I, it's, we're talking about me here, Cam. Like, yeah. We don't, nobody, nobody's listening about you. Thank you. Yeah. But I, I think it, it relates because, you know, all those things should be up front first because you want to make sure you're not yes. wasting anyone's time. And the best thing I ever got was a first message that had like 20 questions and it was all those questions. You know, it was like, uh, um, how, do you want kids when you're older? Do you want them now? Uh, political views, uh Full, do you do like, drugs? Like, are, are yeah. you are you drug you know, alcohol drugs, usage? You know that alcohol kind of stuff. abuse, smoker. Yeah, Jesus, what religion, political views, um, all that, and it was like you know, I was like, oh shit, like this person's either 
just trolling and like make making fun or whatever or like they're actually serious and i'm like do i answer in like a trolling manner or do i answer seriously and so i answered seriously yeah and uh, and they were they actually replied back and they're like you literally answered like 19 out of the 20 questions correctly like yes you check all these boxes but the last the one biggest uh like deal breaker for me for them was like never once kids ever and which, i was which, like which can be which can be a big i mean exactly because that's very polarizing like yeah if you never want them and the other person absolutely does right that's the kind of thing that like if you ignore it and you get married at some point somebody's disappointed by it and you yeah. just can't you can't go down that road right and yeah. and my response was like i'd consider it Right. So like it wasn't even a full commitment not, either way. Yeah, just, it was like middle of the road. Yeah. Not enough. They needed and, to know that, that you was, were going to have, probably yeah. needed to know that you were going to want them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were like, they would have been, you know, all right, let's go on a date if you never want kids. Right. But yeah, that was, that was just my little experience. And it was, it was an interesting time and I haven't seen that or heard of that experience before. Hey, sorry for the abrupt interruption and ending to the episode. Um, gonna be trying a new thing here where we just do one take, and these episodes usually run pretty long, so we're gonna start cutting them in half. So uh, your episodes will be closer to hour, hour and a half long. So thanks for sticking around. Appreciate it. Thanks, Matt, for coming in for this whole episode. So this is part one. Part two will be coming at you next week. And thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.